Hey, this is Matt Sosano, and you're listening to Rock For Him. Hey, everybody. It's us again over here at Rock For Him with another exciting podcast episode where we take you behind the scenes so we can talk to some of the groups and singers that we have on our station. Uh, but before we get to our special guest for tonight, I want to introduce my two co-hosts as always, Jason Sanchez bukowski and Boogie Down Jeremy Brown. <laughs> Gentlemen, how's it going? Fantastic. Good, good, man. We are, I'm excited. Yeah, this is uh, something we haven't done too much of so far, but we're having a, a guest back for the second time. Uh, it's been a little bit. Please welcome back, Mr. Matt Sassano. Hey, brother, how are you tonight? Hey, hey man, it feels like deja vu. I, I feel like I was just hanging out with you guys just the other day, and now we're back again. I'm re I'm revved up and ready to, you know, chat with you guys again, man. It's always a pleasure to be on your show. Oh, yeah, it's awesome well. having you on. Yeah, we love it. We love it. So thanks yeah. for... Uh, Stopping by and uh, maybe just fill us in before we went on the air. You were kind of filling us in uh, where you've been recently. And you know, yeah, tell us. I know you were on tour with Seventh Day Slumber. Maybe a little bit about that. I'm sure we can talk about some other stuff. As well. Sure. So um, as of recently, I just spent uh, the last three days in uh, Isle, Minnesota. And um, it was it was kind of a, a different kind of event for me. Um, because I was the only rock artist on the bill. And so um, on this flyer, it was kind of a funny story. I didn't even know how I got drafted to play on this festival. I looked like uh, two weeks ago and somebody had tagged me in a photo and um, it was this event flyer for this thing called Rural Festival. And I see that I'm on the flyer with Danny Gokey and Tasha Layton and all these different Caleb style bands. I'm like, I didn't even know that I was going to be playing it. So I had to Google my name and make sure there wasn't another Matt Sassano. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so um, it was a really great event over the course of three days. We saw about, I want to say seven, 8,000 people just rallied around in this huge park. And uh, there was concerts for the last couple of days and it was such a great event. So um, shout out to Tim who organized the event and just, he told me that, like, basically he felt a really strong impression that I should be on it. And so really loved the crowd. It was a different flair for what I usually do. I'm usually uh, with a bunch of headbangers. But um, it was a really nice variety, and I really enjoyed the time, man. Did you get to hang out with uh, Danny or anyone? Well, I met the – not Danny. He was uh, – you know, we all had these, like, personal trailers and everything, and he kind of – you know, I'm sure if you're Danny Goki, you know, if you step outside that trailer, you're going to get swamped. So I didn't see him, but I, I did run into um, Sanctus Real, if y'all know who Sanctus Real is. Yeah. And then I actually had uh, lunch with um, the guy, Rhett Walker. He was from the Rhett Walker band and everything. Nice. And so um, little known secret about me, when I'm in between tours with Seventh Day or on my own independent tours and my ears start ringing, I will every once in a while put on K-Love. And so it was cool kind of just seeing uh, some of these bands that I typically, you know, just listen to when I need my ears need a rest from the 
from the rock and roll and the moshy stuff every once in a while. <laughs> nice. So how, yeah, how do the great. crowds react to you? I mean, if it's a Caleb crowd, how did how did they react to your music? I was actually quite pleasantly surprised. Like I got a lot of people coming back saying how much the story uh, and the music really impacted them. And, and a lot of the key word that I kept hearing was like raw and real, that the, the music that we did was really raw and real. And it met people in a place where I felt like, you know, maybe they're not maybe used to, I mean, not to discredit all the other great artists that are on that kind of a festival, but you know, with my songs, we're talking about domestic abuse, we're talking about disabilities. And so the repeating theme that I kept hearing was that like, they really appreciate, appreciated the rawness and realness of it. And um, uh, one story that kind of stuck out in particular, I met this girl who, when she was seven years old, um, got into an accident. And um, like, she's a beautiful girl, but her face was kind of just, uh, you know, suffered and, and all that kind of stuff, like wounds and things. And she was saying how much like my testimony meant to her because a lot of times she felt like an outcast or, you know, a little different. So um, I met all these sorts of different people with different stories. And I think, uh, you know, it's so cool to, you know, that like pain is universal, no matter what crowd you're in. And, and when you can speak to those issues, people reacted well. So I was glad that I didn't get booed off stage. No tomatoes uh, <laughs> headed my way, and it was awesome, man. <laughs> cool. That's fantastic. Yeah, thank you. So, how's the tours with Sunday Slumber been going for you? I know you've been touring man. with them, and uh, well, right right now, those. yeah, right now I think Seven Day Slumber is in Canada, so they're um, right now with Magdalene Rose and doing some stuff. I just got a message from one of my Canadian friends saying, "Dude, they should have brought you." So. Uh, yeah, I told them, I'm like, man, you got to go and bug them and bring me back. But yeah, seven day slumber tours are always an amazing thing. And and they were, that was one of the tours, like, you know, they were the guys that like brought me in and like taught me all about tour life. And so to go from them and then doing this CCM event here, I'm hoping that, uh, you know, even more events start to kick up, uh, during, you know, the coming, the coming months, even man. Mm. Thank you. Kind of back a step. Uh, I'm like you, you know, every once in a while, I'll kick on the K Love or Air One or what have you. Uh, it's good to have a good blend of Christian music. And I think, personally, from my standpoint, uh, it would only benefit both sides if we could integrate a little more of the heavier stuff with the K Love side. Um, Air One years ago used to actually do that. Mm -hmm. uh, they had a nice blend of, of boats and made for a real nice station, but then they uh, decided to go full-time worship. So they're full-time worship. But I, I just think I always have, have said this a few times before as well. Some of the coolest shows I've been to are like winter jam where you've got four yeah. or five different genres coming together and the people beside you, no matter what church or what affiliation or what their full beliefs of the word is, it's just like a uniting voice as the church. And sometimes, you know, it's hard to grasp what heaven will one day be like, but just kind of all glorifying God together, unity, instead of nitpicking back and forth and all the separation that you have. And I just think personally, that would 
that'd be a great direction for the music industry to go. I think, I don't know. Yeah, I, I really do too. And, I, and the one thing that I kind of heard from a lot of the radio people that were there is that there's a true hunger for authenticity and, and rawness and realness in music. And so uh, on the day that I was there, um, we had me open up the event at 11 o'clock and then Danny Goki took the stage um, that night and man, he was killing it. Like, I mean, he, his band was phenomenal. Like there's always something to appreciate about, you know, styles of music, but like he, he brought in uh, saxophone players. He had an amazing light show. And so it was very eclectic. And just to see, like, if you look on my Instagram, you'll see like just droves of people coming in and uh, really enjoying it. And I was really thrilled that like all throughout the day, the next day, somebody would come up to me and be like, man, you know, what you set up there really impacted me. And then I'd run into, you know, like I said, I had lunch with Rhett Walker and he's talking about tour stories and, you know, how he uh, wrote certain songs and where he was. And so it was really cool just to see like this eclectic experience. Um, there was two rock bands that were there, me and I think there was one more rock artist. I'm drawing a blank on the, the name right now. But uh, festivals like that were really exciting because like what, what you said, man, we need more uh, unity in, in our, you know, in this music thing, man, just to kind of different things reach different people. And I was glad to be a part of such such a big event. So it was, yeah, on the yeah. tours that and you've I, been on. Oh, sorry. Walker, if I don't, was was he in prison? Oh, who's that? That's okay. Was was Rhett Walker in prison or uh, he had I some think, sort of I uh, think unique for a time he got involved in? Yeah, I think for a time. I don't want to like misrepresent his story, but he went through a period of like yeah. drug use and everything like that, and just really um, went through okay. a time where he Maybe went through the rebellious stage. Mm. And um, yeah, so he has a really raw story to tell and everything, and. I just so happened to kind of like bump into him in the lunchroom when I was uh, mowing down my sub and he just sat next to me. He's like, dude, what's up, man? And he didn't know who I was, but I knew exactly who he was. So I was like, come on over, sit down. And we got to chat for a good 45 minutes, hang out. And uh, yeah, man, I think he's been through a lot. And, um, you know, I really liked a lot about his music. He had a like kind of an acoustic set going on. And uh, yeah, people came in droves and his merch table, I think, was right next to mine. So as they were passing me to see him, I would pull him in and be like, yo, come on over. Here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nice. So with the tours that you've been on, what are just some of the things that have taken you by surprise? that You're like, wow, you know, God is so good. I I can't believe I'm I'm getting to participate in this. Yeah, man. I mean, honestly, like this, this past weekend was a prime example of that. Like I said, I didn't even know that I was going to end up in Isle, Minnesota, 15 hour drive from where I am in Knoxville, Tennessee. And somebody just randomly tagged me in this photo. And uh, I saw that I was on the event flyer. And I'm like, who, what, I, I'm going to be on the bill with Danny Goki and all these other people like this does not usually happen and uh yeah like i said i had to like google my name and like figure out is there another matt sasano because this isn't typically like something that i um you know this <laughs> isn't necessarily my scene i loved it but um yeah it was just really amazing to to hear and like i said um 
just meeting different people from different backgrounds. We always assume that like, because um, somebody likes a certain type of music that they might not resonate with, you know, what I'm doing or that their story isn't like, but I heard so many stories of people's pain and, and, and things that they've overcome. And so it really was just like, you know, just like any rock tour with people that are just more eclectic. But yeah, I would say that like this particular event blew my mind because mm. like I said, there was about 8,000 people there over the course of three days. And so um, just to be in that mix and feel everybody's energy and feel everybody's expectation for what was to happen and to talk to so many people that have like, I mean, that girl that I met, there was this girl that like, you know, had been homeless for a while. So she was talking about her, her journey. And it's just like, man, pain is universal. And, you know, God really shows up anywhere. Did you ever figure out how you got added to that bill? I don't like, I literally don't have a clue. I still, I talked to the organizer and he's just like, yeah, like I don't have a concrete answer. I was like, how did you find out about me? And, uh, <laughs> So I don't know if he's an angel or something. I don't know what happened, but <laughs> there's no origin to where he came from or how he heard about me. But he's like, hey, man, I just God told me to put you on this bill. And that's what we did. So I was like, nice. OK, man, well, I'll, I'll reserve a spot for next year. It was fun. I mean, that's hilarious that not only did you not reach out to them, you don't know who reached out to them and you found out by a social media post being tagged. <laughs> yeah, dude, my what? face was like, you know, just like, like wait, what? Like, yeah, because I mean, it's just like, I have nothing against that music. I love every right, style, yeah. but that's just typically, you don't see Tasha Layton and Matt Sassano on the same flyer very much or, you know, any of that. So it was just really unexpected, but like every bit is worth worth the trip, worth the 15 hours, man. Awesome. Does awesome. that mean there's a collab coming too? <laughs> Man, <laughs> wouldn't that be something, right? That that would be something? Oh, dude, yeah, I, I love it. I actually got um the contact information for the guy from Synctus Real, um, because when I'm not doing music, I like to every once in a while do like uh publications for like Rock on Purpose and stuff. Oh, um, cool. and so hopefully I can get an interview with them and just like chat. You know, I got to um tell them a little bit about how their music kind of helped calm my anxiety back in the day. And so like, they were really blown away about that story. And so meeting these people that like, I've, you know, listened to everywhere from like casually to like heavily, it was just like weird, you know, running into everybody. Hmm. So yeah. Let's... And then going on, you know, other tours where your ears are ringing and you're like, Oh my gosh, my next, sore from headbanging so i like the <laughs> diversity of it man <laughs> yeah yeah so you, you mentioned that you listen to that stuff for anxiety how do you deal with that while you're on tour well man you know luckily i've definitely um just gotten better with it over time there was a time when i wouldn't go a day without having tormenting attacks and um it would happen pretty much daily um, I was, I used to be on medicine for it and everything like that. And, uh, through prayer and just like continued, you know, therapy, I had a lot of therapy growing up too about it. Um, it's gotten better since I kind of moved to Tennessee, but every once in a while it will still 
kind of try to creep its ugly little anxiety head up and, and bug me. But yeah, man, it's, it's one of those things where I don't feel like you're ever fully recovered once you have anxiety, but you can learn to manage it well. And, um, I think too, what happened, like I just, uh, I was a long, like before I got into music and everything, I was like a two pack a day smoker. So I was like always paranoid that like, you know, my health was going to catch up with me and, and all that. And so I think just like a troublesome family life back in the day and, you know, not really taking the best care of myself kind of caught up to me and, you know, definitely spurred on a whole bunch of anxiety. So I'm glad to say that like, I have occasional attacks, but they're much, much better. And when I do, um, yeah, I just, I just kind of try to push through it, man. There's, there's no other way. <laughs> well, yeah. I was going to say, you know, being your friend on social media and seeing when you do have those attacks and you post about it, Hey, I need prayer. Or, you know, had a really bad night last night, just seeing the comments and the support that people give you. Like, I know for myself, I immediately start praying for you, you know, like, Lord, please just, you know, help calm Matt's spirit. And then just reading through the comments of all the people that just love and care for you and how they're praying for you. I mean, that's huge. Yeah, I think it's just like there's something to this, like feeling like, uh, you know, understood and kind of a, affirmed in, in that you have anxiety and that if people understand it kind of calms you down because. Uh, mental health is one of those things that oftentimes people just get it gets swept in the corner people don't really understand it I remember when I was coming up and I would first have panic attacks like maybe like two people in my circle really got what I was going through but the rest would be like you know snap out of it so yeah when I put it on social media and really when I put it on social media it's not to like gain attention for myself or anything right. like that I just want to create an environment to where it's like you know, you can chat about this stuff. You can be uh, open about your anxieties and things like that. And so hopefully by doing that, like people see my vulnerability and, and things that I've gone through and like, you know, they're like, hey, man, we struggle just like I did. And maybe I can talk to them. So even in my weak points, you know, I always like to let people know what I'm going through and kind of what I'm thinking about and, you know, anxiety over particularly the last, you know, past like you know this past year it kind of made a spike again but now it's going back down so thank god for that man and and i just want to encourage anybody who's going through it just to you know be open with it and you know maybe not everybody's going to understand what you're going through but um you'll find that one man hopefully they'll help you through it yeah i mean and it kind of goes back to what the people were saying to you at your last show raw and real and that's always what i took from your post i didn't think it was you trying to look at me look at me it was this is what i'm dealing with you know it was always raw and real and that's what i appreciated about it yeah i think a lot of like at the core of what i do like i said it's very transparent like you know you know a lot about my story we talked a lot about it before but like i came from a christian home where everything was buried and you know abuse and just emotions and pain and so I think that really spurred on like a real sense of just wanting to be transparent in everything I did and even when it's not the most pleasant things to bring up or to admit like I like to create an environment where people can just like feel good to to at least express what they're going through you know and that's mm -hmm. kind of where that comes from is like 
if I'm going through anxiety, I'm going to let you know. If I'm quitting, you know, some sort of addiction or something that's a vice, I'm going to let you know. If I'm, you know, feeling like maybe God's not hearing me, I'll let you know. And I think that that reflects not only in my music, but just like throughout my life. That's been my, um, that's kind of been my motto. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Sure. So I think we are wearing our, the two or three songs that we have on the station. So my question would be, what do we got coming out next? So, man, I am Starving so excited. Us. I, uh, I got to hit the studio with Josiah Prince again, man. And, um, we're working on two new singles. One of the first ones, um, is, uh, it's called fuel. And it's basically the theme of the song is all the dark things that happen to you, the, the personal hell that you're going through doesn't have to destroy you. That in fact, it can be the very thing that, you know, propels you in the right direction and uh, makes you stronger in the end. You know what I mean? And so I'm super excited about it. If you like the, the last stuff with In Defiance, um, I think you're really going to enjoy this stuff. Uh, it was it was just an awesome, phenomenal experience to hit back studio with Josiah and really start brainstorming again about how we can bring something new, but also like, you know, for people that like the the stuff that we did before, you know, let them know we're still here rocking here. Love so, it. Can't wait. Can't wait. Yeah, we're excited. Yeah, I'm super stoked, man. It's it's gonna be really cool. Thank you so much. <laughs> so you got any big tours coming up? Anything with Sunday Slumber or anything by yourself? Or well, right now, um, it's kind of funny because when you get in music like like this, and um, things start to kind of snowball. So right now, I'm I'm on a break for not an intentional break, but I've got a lot of like podcasts coming up, and uh, I got like a network TV thing that I'm going to be on. It's called Christian um, CTN, I believe it. It's called. It's a Christian network where they want to talk about my music and some of my story in um in uh tennessee as well so the guy found out about me when i was buying a co2 tank uh for my show you've seen that little smoke blower right oh, and yeah. it turns out you know a couple years later he just started he started his own christian program and he has the same disability as i do which is cp and he's been following me throughout my journey just because i went to a shop to buy a co2 tank Wow. And so I'm going to be on his station here uh, later in the month. And I think, you know, as these podcasts and everything kind of come to fruition, like things tend to snowball. You know what I mean? I, like I didn't even know I was supposed to be in Minnesota this past week. So um, I don't know. I could be any. I'm like Carmen San Diego. You never know where I'm going to be. I'm aging, <laughs> I'm aging myself with that reference. But I'm like, where's Waldo? You never know. <laughs> You're aging all of us with that reference. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. It was just like I just I just keep going places, man. And I don't know. But uh yeah, really excited, like I said, about fuel and hope you guys will check it out. Again, that uh release date is um October, I think I don't want to misquote the date, but October 20th, I believe. Uh so be on the lookout for it. And what really helps is if people that are listening or you know hit the follow button on Spotify for me. Um, that way you get all the notifications and stuff like that. Like it, Joe always tells me he's kind of my mentor from seven days. Like it's not enough that they stream you. They got to push the follow button. 
So I cannot stress it enough. If you're interested in uh, fuel and the upcoming singles, uh, press the follow button, man. It's going to be awesome. You heard the guy. Hit follow. Do that for yeah, us, Yeah, right. Too. <laughs> I do that, yeah. <laughs> right, hit follow us, too. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> yeah, man. Thank you. What you got, Absolutely. Scott? I think, uh, you know, I don't know how much time we have left, but uh, so on the last tour with when you were out, uh, yeah. what was your favorite city to stop by? And do you have a story you can share about a person who dedicated their life or gave their life to the Lord or something that I'm sure you see a bunch, maybe one yeah. quick story well, of something that touched you? One of the cool things uh, was really that really stuck out to me on one of the tours was we tour a lot of prisons we go to a lot of prison gigs together and um it, it was really cool to be able to like we you know maximum security is just really dark when you go in there man you can just feel kind of the oppression that hovers around the place man and, and it's really dark sometimes and so uh we went in there and i uh performed about a half hour set and just really felt like i had connected with a lot of the the inmates in there and one of them that I'll always remember came up to me. He was serving a really, really long sentence for a pretty heinous crime. And uh, one of the things he said was, man, I uh, was really deep into witchcraft and the occult. And because of what you said up there and because of um, some of the things that, you know, I felt as you were playing your set, I'm going to rip out my occult books and get myself a Bible today. Mm. And so that was just really yeah. encouraging, man. Not only was it just like, because you always think about like concerts or concerts, people are free to roam, but like it really shows that like um, it really shows that like when God wants to pursue you, he, he's going to pursue you in the depths of wherever your prison is, man, wherever you're at. This guy is in prison for something crazy and and, you know, very, very dark and probably never expected us to come strong, you know, strolling through those prison doors to reach him in a maximum security prison to where he could like surrender his life of, you know, getting into things that are dark and just like coming into the light and, uh, you know, surrendering his life fully to, to God. And so that really always stuck out with, from, you know, with me. And of course, a lot of times we'll be on tour and, you know, my thing is mental health and um, disabilities as well. So I'll hear a lot of stories about that. And those are never, cease to get old either so yeah man it's been it's been awesome that's great thanks for sharing yeah, yeah. thank you thank you for having me on man hey man you're honestly one of our favorites like your music <laughs> i mean it's it's fantastic like you can feel the emotion in your music and i mean it can go from you know kind of hard and heavy to you know, really deep. And I, I think that's what we appreciate most about you. Again, it goes back to what people have been telling you, raw and real, no matter what style your music is, it's raw and real. Yeah, I think we're in an age right now where, you know, people just crave the authenticity of music. Like if, if nothing shows you that more than, um, I mean, I don't, I don't have, you know, there's no I don't know what anybody's political ideology is, but when you know Oliver Anthony is beating Taylor Swift in the charts and his song is nothing that you would equate with like pop culture, um, you know that people, there's a real craving out there for 
real and authentic music, no matter how you feel about it, man. It's like, you know, I think people are tired of the polished. I think people are tired of kind of just, um, you know, music that maybe doesn't say anything. And so I'm glad that, that this is where I feel rock can make a real resurgence. Because like I said, I was at a CCM event all weekend and saw 7,000 people that were just like, dude, loved your music, loved your message. And so it gives me a hope that not only they heard my testimony and liked it, but that we maybe introduced and made some new rock fans today, you know, or, you know, over the week. So that's cool. Absolutely. Well, unfortunately, it looks like we are quickly running out of time. So before we get out of here, is there anything that you want the listeners of Rock for Him to know about what you got coming up, what you got going on, or just about you in general? Hey, man, I just uh, want to encourage everybody that, you know, whatever they're going through, whatever you're uh, presently facing, that you're not alone, that oftentimes we're in that waiting period where God can be using the darkness that we're in to be fuel to where we want to go next. And so I uh, just encourage you guys, uh, October 20th, once again, check out Fuel and uh, stay on on task with uh, Rockfest Records is going to be promoting it. We're working on the artwork right now. We're doing a lot of the like back behind the scenes work before we unveil it to the world. So, like I said, man, uh, stay strong in whatever you're doing and drop me a message anytime if you need encouragement, man. I'm always there on social media and I love to talk to anybody who comes my way. Mm. Awesome. Well, appreciate you guys, man. And we appreciate you. And before we get out, the one thing, as you know, that we love to do is pray for our guests. Is there something that we can pray for you for? Yeah, man. So uh, I guess just continued provision. I think uh, what I really would like to see is sometimes when you're on tour so much and doing so much, um, you know, having the, I guess, financial backing to where I can travel with my family and, and you know, I don't have to miss my my mom and my my dog, you know, and all that kind of stuff. And then just like for continued inspiration for future music, man, I've always, I, I want to, you know, continue to write stuff that's impactful and I never want to let up on that mission. Okay. All right. And because I've missed this man praying so much, Scott, will you pray us out of here? <laughs> <laughs> certainly, certainly. Let's follow the father. Uh, awesome father in heaven thank you for a wonderful night to get together and chat about you and the way you use the talents that you've given us i thank you for uh, matt and the ministry that he has and the, the people that you're reaching uh through him just continue to bless him and uh not only with uh wisdom and content for future uh endeavors that he has but also on the financial aspect we know and we hear a lot through uh, our podcasts and, and radio stuff that uh, it's not easy out there. But uh, we know you're in control and you know uh, you do want us. Uh, we were commanded to, to witness and bring people to you. So continue to let us be the light for you and lead everybody to Jesus Christ, your son, who somehow you mercifully gave to us uh, to cover the, our sins. And uh, just one more thing that Matt had mentioned that even uh, people who seem so far gone can still reach out. And if anybody is viewing or watching the podcast tonight, just speak to them through this and lead them to you. 
and we want to give you all the glory, honor, and praise. We love you. Uh, bless Matt. Bless our ministry at Rock for Him as well. And we ask all things in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Uh, Thank you so much. Keep up the good work, man. And I, I believe there's even better things coming for you guys as well, man, down the pipeline. So continue to press in, work hard, and keep him first, man. Keep rocking. Absolutely. And I was just going to say, I want to remind you, Matt, that if you're going to rock, rock for him. If you like what you saw today, hit the subscribe and like button down below and don't forget to share it to all your friends. Also, leave us a comment down below. If you're going to rock, rock for him.